0: I see new life, I see new tides, carry on through the years, transform through the tears.
1: Welcome back to Tears, Tides and Transformation, a podcast about healing, I am Kiana Daniels. And I am Bridget Flaherty. And today we are going to talk about the topic of alignment and what it means and what our experiences with alignment has been. I think we could talk about it in the past, currently, and just kind of all the ways. I guess first and foremost, I would like to even bring up what the definition of alignment is so that people have some type of a context as to like what we're talking about. I like that.
2: I think words are important and, you know, understanding the the meaning of the word and then talking about what that means to each of us personally, it's helpful to have that
1: context. Absolutely. So according to the dictionary, as a noun, alignment is arrangement in a straight line or in correct or appropriate relative positions and a position of agreement or alliance. And I resonate with that. But I also would say my definition of alignment um, from more of a holistic approach and mindset that encompasses spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical is really, I I would say it is alignment with all of those, with all of those parts of ourselves where we feel like we are center. That's the word. That's the word right there. That's exactly what I was thinking. Center. Uh, Yes. And today I have been realigning and centering myself just because I have been feeling very off kilter spiritually with, you know, my current circumstances. And and it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, sometimes good things can happen and, and it's not the right time or space for it to be happening. <laughs> and not that something bad should be happening, but that it for me particularly, and I'll just speak to that, where I am currently in my job is not in alignment with where I am with all the other parts of myself. It is not in alignment with my true purpose for being on this earth and for the impact that I am supposed to be having. And it isn't, an, it is an amazing job. It isn't making amazing organization. And really a lot of the things about it is amazing. So like if you can imagine that having this revelation and this clarity that I am out of alignment with a situation that for a lot of people would be a perfect situation, it feels a little crazy. But at the same time, getting the clarity has been the best part, but also the painful part. (laughs) Because it means that Now that I have the clarity that I am out of alignment, I need to make it right and get in alignment, which means that I have to leave a place and make a a difficult decision. And I don't even know if it's really difficult. For me, in the grand scheme of things, it is difficult to make the decision because it means possibly disappointing people. And so this weekend, oh my God, I have been working through... Getting comfortable and finding the confidence to make that decision. And today, in particular, my devotions, really all of my my uh, all of the things that I have been doing today have been so in alignment and so the answer the way in which I need to do it, the confirmation that I needed, uh, the affirmation that I needed, that the clarity that I have received is definitely right. And so, something, Bridget, that before I hopped on this call, I read, I got back into reading All About Love by Bell Hooks. And that was something that I used to love doing when I could be very present you know, at my old house. Um, and I would just love to nestle up on my couch and just like get into it. And I wouldn't read it like chapter by chapter. It was really like, because I'm, I'm taking notes and I'm underlining and things like that because I'm learning about love. Um, I would take my time with it and I have not had the time to be present. And so I happened to like, so what I was doing today, I I cleaned, I cleansed, I saged, uh, I prayed, I worshiped, (laughs) I cried, uh, And then I I sat on my couch and I read my book and guess what the chapter was? It was chapter three and it was all about honesty. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, okay, this is it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I feel like very in alignment now, uh, but again like I was texting a new friend of mine I was just like it has been clarifying yet there is a a painfulness that comes with it. So but I'm but I'm so happy cuz I know what I need to do. You know what I love about the
2: description it, of a big choice and getting into alignment with yourself and maybe making a choice that on the surface is not the easiest one is that you're saying, you know, this there's nothing wrong, right? There's it's not like this is a you know there's a it's a negative uh experience at work or it you know it and that what that's why i love the word alignment it's because i may be saying this is not for me and i may be rejecting this experience or i may be saying you know this relationship is not for me but it is not because there's anything wrong there doesn't have to be anything wrong or even you know right It is it is. Is it for me? Is it in alignment with my greatest um, my greatest good for, for my path? And that's why I love that word centered. Right. So in order to understand what is in alignment and what is not in alignment, we have to get clear within ourselves. And so I loved the, you went through the list of all of the things that you did today, right? In, in getting centered with yourself, but each one of those things, even from cleaning, right? To worship and all of the things in between, those are all things that you have learned over time. They are tools that you have honed, that you have spent time getting clear on. These are the things that bring me back to myself. And I would love to talk about those a little bit more. So let's talk about those things that help us to come back to self so that we can get into alignment, so that we can get centered and get clear because It's not like a booming voice, right? It's not like (laughs) someone's on the loudspeaker saying, this is the choice. Right. Right? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the ways in which we get centered. We get aligned.
1: Yeah. You know, so, well, everybody knows that I'm spiritual. And so, you know, I was in prayer this morning. Also, let me me just kind of like backstory. Another reason why I knew today... Needed to happen the way that it did, and it wasn't like it was a planned thing. You know, I was very shocked that I got up at seven thirty on my off day and had this surge of energy <laughs> to to start cleaning my house that early and just kind of flow the rest of the way through with all the things that. I needed, you know, to nurture myself back to my center point. But in my my praise and worship, in my prayer, um, while I was reading my devotions and while I was just really, quite honestly, just, you know, cleansing, crying cleansing, I was just like asking God for help, you know, for his strength to, to get me through this moment, this time when because gaining clarity isn't always easy you know what i mean and quite honestly it can be scary i'm 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 going to be honest about like i in my flesh, don't feel fully prepared for what is my next. However, I am afraid, and I'm going forward. But I also am very faithful, in knowing that all of my needs will be provided for, and that everything is going to work out. Just because this isn't the first time that I've jumped off a cliff, you know, uh, I'm, I'm quite comfortable there. But the part where I'm uncomfortable is where the cliff gets higher <laughs> every time. So it's like higher, higher. I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm used to jumping. I'm just not used to jumping this high. (laughs) So, uh, while I was in prayer, um, what happened, what came up for me in that moment was this, where I am currently in time. I am in the testing grounds of the work that I have been doing over the last four and a half years over the healing that I have done over the four and a half years. So, you know, we have talked about before, there are times where you are, in it and you're experiencing it. And there are times where you were reflecting and you're able to kind of sit still and pause a little bit more to understand and gain the clarity of what you experience. But where I have been over the last, I think maybe year, year and a half has been in in the duality of those two things where I am both grounded and lifted at the same time. So as I am experiencing something, I am also able to reflect on it and understand it and have that uh, higher level of wisdom, my third eye, my intuition telling me like, you know, the direction and the pathway forward. And so it is, it is, it is both a blessing and exhausting at the same time because, first and foremost, it's not a lot of people that are in that space and able to do that. So it can be isolating because it's like, you know, when you're talking to people, they don't understand it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, well, I just got to be here in this space doing what I'm doing, doing what's coming up and what feels right. Um, And so, yeah, it's so in with your question today happened as it was supposed to happen. I didn't plan for it to happen that way. I had aspirations to clean my house. I didn't know if it was actually going to happen, but I did. So the cleaning and we know that environment matters. And like my environment, like I'm, I'm a tidy person. I'm clean. Things are in order. It's like topical cleaning that can sometimes feel like a deep cleaning from a more spiritual, mental, emotional perspective. It has a greater meaning. So going through the motions And fully being in the presence of cleaning my house and freshening it up. And, you know, it was symbolic of what I'm doing to my soul, for my soul, in preparation for the next. um, And just caring for myself, caring for my place, you know, making my environment be what I needed it to be. To care for myself in this time that is challenging. And then to go from cleaning to cleansing and so part of the cleansing was crying, you know, because that is a release and it felt good to do that because it had been feeling built up like I needed to get it out. And we oftentimes talk about the crying being a healing mechanism. And then I also sage my house as a cleansing mechanism. And so going around and speaking affirmations and positivity and you know, blessings over my home and you know, rejecting and rebuking negative and, you know, thoughts and, and beings and, you know, praying while I'm doing it, right? You know, and just man, it well, planting seeds for what it is that I want to manifest. That felt good. And so it was really a chain ripple effect of one thing made the next thing happen because I was getting back into alignment, because I was getting back to my center, because, you know, at my center, it knows what I need. It knows what I need to nurture myself and care for myself and how I need to provide for myself. So it was, it was a, you know, and that can be exhausting. So you're like, I'm looking at myself and my eyes are glassy and I'm just, and and I'm like looking a little bit of a mess, but you know what? I done laid it all out. It's all out there. I don't got nothing. I mean, I got, I feel refreshed, but I'm like, woo.
2: So first of all, that's beautiful. That's a, that's a beautiful day. And often a day like that will leave you far more exhausted than a day where you ran you went to work all day you went shopping like you did all the things and maybe you're physically exhausted but that day of really getting intentional and listening to yourself can be an emotionally exhausting day and so you did it and and <laughs> here we are and you gained some alignment through the process and that's incredible
1: yeah. And so much clarity too. And another thing I did in while in the process of all of that was, and this is something that we've talked about is just continuously being vulnerable, continuously being transparent and sharing not only the good, but the challenging on the journey with our, with our loved ones. And so, you know, I, I share just in like all the groups that I'm in not all the groups that I'm in, one of the groups that I'm in, it was active today. And I would say we are a godly circle is what we call it. And so anyways, they had it, one person in a group, I had told her about what was going on, what I was, you know, trying to wrap my my mind around. And so then I put it in the group, though, that was an opportunity for me to just let people know the journey, you know, the the entire journey that I am on, because, I mean, they, they actually look up to me and look at my life. They live vicariously through my life. And I'm like, well, y'all listen, (laughs) I am doing something crazy, (laughs) crazy in quotations. What, What most would deem as crazy. I'm doing a thing where I feel like, you know, again, from a spiritual perspective, and through my devotions, right? You know, going back to like disciples of God. Like God is like, you know, He told His disciples to put it like leave everything and follow me. And I'm like, okay, so you brought me here to give me like almost everything that I prayed for. And then you're gonna say, Oh, that's not it. Just give you a taste, leave it there and come follow me. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I shared that with them. And they were just like the the support, even there, and just what I thought was me maybe venting them being inspired you know what I mean and so that was a part of I guess the care that I didn't know that I needed you know the encouragement that I didn't know I I needed uh that my soul and my spirit needed and so yeah today was a good day I am exhausted emotionally (laughs) I can
2: imagine. I want to point out a few things, though. In order for you to have the day that you had today, there were things that you have done over years to get to today. Right. And that's that's the work of alignment and being centered. So the first is and let's let's talk about this a little bit. The first is learning how to listen to the voice. Because that is something that from a very young age, we are taught to ignore. We are taught to listen to authority as opposed to listen to our intuition. So it is a skill that needs to be relearned. The second is that you have built a support system for yourself of people who when you get into alignment and are centered and have a calling that sounds quote unquote crazy, they support you instead of telling you all of the reasons why, right? Because they also are on the healing journey. They are also on the process of being centered and aligned within themselves. And so you are not you stepping outside of maybe the norms of what you are quote unquote supposed to do. Don't challenge them and Because it isn't their calling, if right. that makes sense, right? So it isn't yeah. the, the negative response that, may be, that maybe some people in your life in the past may have given you. And so yeah. let's talk about those two things, right? One is how do we get to a point where we can hear that voice? And then also let's talk about how do we build that network, that support system of people who support us? When we're taking the leap and jumping off the cliff, right? right? Yeah. So first let's let's talk about how do you get to the point where you can hear the voice.
1: Uh yeah. So <laughs> quite honestly, I think it is for me, it is synergetic with the healing journey. I think depending on what you believe in, what your higher power is, you have to you have to trust it and you have to have a lot of faith, right? It's faith and obedience, those two things together because when you are like being obedient, sometimes can be scary. And so being what I mean by being obedient to a call to the voice to some in in some type of intuition that is leading you in a certain way that you may not have been on that path, right, you know, and (laughs) the obedience and the trust to follow it, knowing that you're going to be okay, and taken care of, and then the obedience teaches you that you are okay, and that It is possible. So then when it comes back around, right, you know, it may be scarier because that's been my experience. The more I'm asked to be obedient and follow, it's like the scarier it gets because the bigger of the assignment it is. And so like what I've realized, let me say this in, in a lesson that came up for me again today, or that was further clarified was that The reason that I'm feeling even some type of fear is because I've been given a glimpse of who I'm supposed to be in this world, and it is very great beyond my fleshly capacity and the only way that I am able to do it is with the help of God so you know that's why even in this morning when I was doing my praise and worship and I'm just you know and I'm and I'm crying and I'm just like calling out like I need help I'm saying yes and I'm saying yes being afraid and I'm also saying that I know that I am not I well in my own fleshly mind I don't I don't Maybe feel as prepared for what you're asking me to do, but I need you to help me give me your strength to do what you're asking me to do because it looks like it looks like this, it looks like insurmountable. But you know what? If I look back on my journey, where in all the moments that I felt like a task or an assignment was insurmountable, like I were, I wasn't going to be able to accomplish it, I was able to do that and then some and, and do exceedingly and abundantly. So I know that I'm capable. So now that I'm in this space again, I'm going to validate the feelings that are coming up. I am afraid because of what I am being called to do, but I am going anyway. And so <laughs> I think it is, for me, it is trust, faith, and obedience. You know, that is how you really kind of, Answer the call to the voice and to the assignment. You know, and it's not easy.
2: (laughs) What I love about that key is what you're describing is that the first time you make a change, a choice for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Getting in alignment with your calling and your healing becomes the foundation for all the other times, right? Because you've done this before, you've made these big changes, you've jumped off a cliff before, and so you're building on that. I think that for for me in order to get to the point that I could hear the voice I had to get really really quiet and I had to unpack a whole bunch of learned self-talk. So it's interesting because there's there's um there's there's a lot going on and right there's a lot. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on in there and some and I'm pointing I'm pointing to my head. There's a lot going on in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sometimes we get um, bogged down. There's there's just too much going on. And you hear your parents' voice and you hear your boss's voice and you hear your children's voice and you feel hear your partner's voice and you hear all the should. I should do this. I should do that. And it gets to be that autopilot is just the easiest thing to do because there's just too much to do. The list is too long. There are too many demands. And so I'm just going to go with what is the path of least resistance, which is autopilot. And years can go that way. Years can go by on autopilot. And there's a slight difference between cleaning your house because you have to clean your house and cleaning your house because you are intentionally taking that time to be with yourself. And so that's why it's kind of hard to describe what is it like to get into alignment or be centered because it has all to do with intentionality. Absolutely. And and for me, that that getting quiet process requires me to be alone. And I'm not alone very often, right? <laughs> I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I, I've got lots of things and there's lots of people around me all the time. So for me, it's intentionally saying I'm going on a hike or I'm going on a retreat or I'm closing the door, or whatever that is. And breathing, and meditating, and quieting my mind. And at the beginning, when I started this process, that was scary. Because when I started listening, there was a lot of not so great. I was mean to myself. I was saying all kinds of things. Like, you can't do that. Who are you? Who do you think you are? All of those voices. And I had to like love them and listen to them. I'm, I'm making it sound like it's not me, but I had to I know like, what you mean, <laughs> right? Cause our, our reaction initially in that process, the first time when you, all those voices came up is to tell them to shut up, like shut up. But the truth is they've been serving us for a very long time. So this process of integrating and listening and loving the, whatever is coming up and saying, thank you for serving me. But right now we're going to breathe. Right. Yeah. And and I just want to like point out that that what you did today is the result of each one of the of the intentionality of years of learned behavior because you had to unpack the monkey mind. You had to unpack all of the negative self-talk in order to have a day like today. It doesn't Mm -hmm. just happen because you woke up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to spend today in flow. It's years of each of those activities becoming an intentional alignment and ways to serve yourself and to get centered with yourself. I think sometimes we use these words like alignment and getting centered and we know what they mean, but it's not always clear how to get there. What what does that mean to be in alignment with yourself when we really can't be separated from ourselves? Yeah.
1: I mean it, it is it you're absolutely right, Bridget. There are parts of ourselves like it's all us, right? You know, there are layers to us. <laughs> so that's wisdom. I think that's the wisdom that it the intuition, the the spirit, right? You know, that is within us that helps to guide us in this world where we have all of these distractions and we're overstimulated and we have been programmed to believe and and live certain ways, right? That unlearning. Yes, absolutely. I have unlearned so many things and that's part of it, right? You know, the part of the me feeling unaligned is I'm in a work culture that I no longer subscribe to. Right. And I am clear about that. I don't need a whole, I don't need to be there. And that's the thing too. I'll say. In healing, when you have been working at healing, doing the work, applying the work, testing it all out, right? You know, the whole process of what it means to heal, because it's not just one-sided where you're just doing the work. You have to then go test it out and apply what you have worked on to even see if you have unlearned what you have been healing, right? So that's where I'm at. And it didn't take long for me to realize that I was out of alignment. It it took a while for me to get the words, but immediately I was having some internal resistance and I just didn't know what it was because it seemingly was everything that I would wanted, everything that I prayed for. But because of the the inner wisdom and intuition, and I, I would say I would I'm gonna say my the more healed version of myself it was like, okay, this ain't it, you know, and it took a minute for me to get the words. But once I got the words and got more of the clarity, it was like, okay, well, now again, you know better. So you have to do better. Otherwise, knowing better and staying is going to torment, it's going to, it's going to, it's not going to feel good. So you got to do a thing, you know, and so that's the other part about healing is it's, you know, we talk about it about how beautiful and all these feel good things it is, but it's also challenging to do what, you now know to do as a result of healing. And a lot of times that is in opposition to your older version self, or even still some of the self that is still present, right? Because we're still breaking, you know, behaviors, habitual behaviors, and it takes 21 days to start a new habit. So, you know, you have to be intentional, you have to be consistent, you have to be aware, like you said, being quiet, right? Being quiet and quieting all of the noise and pausing is so important because, yeah, you, you're you right. You can't get the clarity until you do that. And so I have the luxury of living alone and, you know, um, being by myself. And, and so that is something, as I think about wanting to be a wife and a mom, I'm like, oh, I just know I need to have my little quiet corner <laughs> over here. But, yeah, so... Bridget, yes, we talked a a, a lot about me. And I know that you've talked a little bit about you. But so tell us a little bit more about how you have, I mean, you talked about, you know, quieting things and pausing and things like that. But how have you been able to find alignment? But how have you more importantly, known that you were out of alignment? And then what were some of the steps that you took to then recenter and get back in alignment?
2: Those, those are some great questions. So first of all, I want to just jump on the whole cleaning train for a moment and to <laughs> say that, you know, cleaning can actually be a really great way to see where you are in and out of an alignment by doing it intentionally. And what I mean by that is I don't live alone. I live with a whole lot of, you know, I live with people and a partner <laughs> and a son. And sometimes when I'm cleaning, there's resentment behind the cleaning. And, and I'm sure that a lot of people that are listening understand what I mean. And what it is, is like, you know, why am I the only one that cleans behind the toilet? Right. Why is nobody else doing that? But if I'm doing that with intention, if I say, okay, I'm going to spend four hours cleaning the house and I'm going to watch my mind, it's a great way to get clear on where do I need to be in communication Where do maybe I need to do some work? And so rather than putting on headphones and just listening to music and rocking out, which I often do when I'm cleaning the house, (laughs) one one way to examine our monkey mind is to just I'm going to clean for four hours and I'm going to have a journal nearby. And whenever something comes up like resentment, like a a to do list item, like whatever it is, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to journal about it. And that might mean that I'm not going to get all of the cleaning done. But what it is going to do is it's going to really bring up stuff because cleaning is automatic for most of us. So our brains go. So that's actually a really useful tool. And then afterwards, being quiet, being quiet and deciding action. I think that's so important. So alignment and being centered is like a feeling within ourselves that I am connected. I am connected to higher power and I'm clear on who I am what I'm supposed to be doing, what my next steps are. But what's critical is that we then take action. And we take action towards those things that we are now clear about. And every time we take action towards what we are clear about, we reward the part of us that was in alignment. So... Again, it's like uh, we're getting in alignment with our ourselves, really. Right. We're getting in alignment with our higher power and our calling. So what you're
1: saying real quick, Bridget, is that the reward is the alignment with self.
2: Yes. So when we in action, when we jump off the cliff, when we take small or large actions towards what we know we should be doing. We are rewarded with the voice being louder next time, with the knowing being stronger, because we have communicated to ourselves that we are safe. We have communicated that it is safe for us to be who we are. So, So a good example would be in the cleaning. If I'm cleaning and I'm doing it intentionally and resentment comes up for me, my conditioned response, so what I was taught, was that you swallow that because... If this is your job as a woman in the house, and you just swallow the resentment. That is not in alignment. What would be in alignment would be for me to sit and say, okay, is this resentment coming from an unequal balance of household short work? And if so, should I have a conversation with my partner respectfully saying, you know, this, this is coming up with resentment? Or is there something behind that where... There's a history that is unrelated to the current situation, right? That I'm being triggered. And so maybe I need to work through that, whatever that is. And then either one of those things, when I get clear on it and I take action, I'm going to be rewarded later with better understanding because that voice will become louder. I will become more clear because I've taken action, kind of rewarding myself, rewarding the voice.
1: Right. Yes, I agree with that, Bridget. Honoring the the voice and the feeling of I guess I guess honoring that feeling of what we know we should be doing and validating what is coming up, it does help us to like even the next time to get clearer sooner. I think that is the reward. It takes a lot of people a long time to get clear about what it is they should and should not be doing. It's a, because most people operate in chaos, I think we we all do. it's not I think we all operate in chaos, but because most people operate in chaos and not very often have the time to pause and to and to be still and to quiet the noise. They stay in things longer than they need to. Yeah, I'm, gu-
2: I'm guilty of that.
1: Absolutely. Well, I, w-
2: I think we all are, right? Right.
1: <laughs> right. I think
2: that for me specifically, when I first started this this healing journey, and, and for me, I mean, I've shared, it was a huge breakdown slash breakthrough. And at the beginning, I made the choice that I was not going to trust myself and I was going to trust professionals. And I was going to do everything they told me to do, even if I didn't think, like I didn't think it was the right thing. And the reason that I made that choice is because I did not trust myself at all. Trusting myself had gotten me into some really not so great situations. And so I took this drastic step in order to undo the conditioned response within me. I said, I'm not going to listen to any of the inside voices and I'm going to listen to professionals that I have chosen on the outside, which I think was extreme But I'd like to take that to the next part of the story that you shared, and that is having a group of people that are also on the healing journey that can support you and provide you with wisdom when sometimes you're unsure. Because Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning, the difference between the conditioned voice, the one that we were given in childhood or given by society or given by the education system, sounds the same as the voice of alignment, the higher, the higher power or the higher self, or whatever the belief system that you have is sometimes those voices sound the same. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get clear on which one should I be listening to. So let's jump into how important it is then to have people that we love and respect who are fellow travelers on this healing journey and who can, you know, give us a little bit of perspective when we feel out of alignment or we feel com- i mean com-
1: when you're confused you're out of alignment that's i mean that's that's right. the state that's what it feels like we talk about tribes all the time i think tribes are so important and it is a courageous thing to do to have a tribe too because it means letting people in to your journey and to what is going on in your life so we're beyond you know like sharing but being intentional about the sharing is is still a practice that like it has to be top of mind. Right. Because in these moments where you you, you feel out of alignment and sometimes you feel like you're going crazy, you know, like, is, is it me or am I really feeling this or, you know, and then it helps to talk things out. That's why therapy is really important. Your friends and your tribe can be the same. You know, that's kind of like healing and community or therapy and community. But being able to talk to people who know you, who also are like-minded, they provide perspective and they provide support and they provide the questions, really great questions. Now, this time I wasn't questioned about anything. I think, you know, people, my friend's they're used to me at this point, following the call over my life. And so they are also used to me being afraid of the call over my life. And so they're just like, they know that their assignment in our tribe is to be supportive, is to be affirming, is to be, you know, prayerful and to like Feed me positive energy and encouragement as I take these leaps of faith, as I, as I do the scary thing, you know what I mean? And so I'm so grateful that they rise to the occasion every time, regardless of what's going on in their their lives. And the thing is that I think it's important to know is that it is reciprocal. So when they are in my shoes, I do the same thing, you know what I mean? So it is an exchange of, of encouragement, of love, of support, of like-mindedness and just knowing that we are all on this journey together. And sometimes, you know, it does feel isolating, but when we share with each other, because sharing is caring and vulnerability builds bonds, we are able to share, not the burden really, because it's not that, but we're also, we're also able to share in the moving us forward on the journey. So I think
2: it's, that's important sometimes to recognize the difference between friends and family who are in alignment and who are not, right? And so when we talk about getting support from the fellow travelers, sometimes that means that we have to distance ourselves from people. I mean, you're talking about changing employment, right? Looking at employment differently and and maybe your job not being in alignment, but people can also not be in alignment either. And so when we talk about creating this tribe of people who can help us on this journey that are our fellow travelers there, there has to be a gut check there too. Mm-hmm. And, and I also want to say that sometimes getting in alignment or being centered is like two steps forward, one step back. You know, <laughs> <Yes>. sometimes <laughs> we're like, yes, this is, this is it. This is absolutely it. And then, and then, you know, three weeks later, we're like, this, this is not, this is not it. Right. Yes. Or, or uh, you know, I, I, I now am in a different situation and I don't know, right? And so it's a constant rechecking in with ourselves. It's like a it's a regular temperature check. Am I overwhelmed? Am I confused? Am I frustrated? Am I right? Am I these things or am I motivated? Am I excited? Am I you know am, am I feeling good? And we've got to be checking in. We gotta be checking in.
1: We do. And Bridget, I'm so glad that you said that because I it just put me in a mindset um about let me see, two weeks ago, I actually um journaled a little entry was as I was reflecting on checking in with myself. So I was texting a friend and she asked me how I was doing. And like also part of the book that I'm reading, All About Love by Bell Hook, she says, you know, in this this third chapter about honesty, like you know, at a very young age, we're taught to tell lies, you know, that is the culture of in this patriarchy, patriarchal culture, right, is we tell a lot of lies, because lies also makes money. (laughs) And And, lies keep us safe. When we're little, lies keep us safe. Yep. Yeah. And so anyhow, like, so I've been really intentional about when people check in with me, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give you the real, you know what I mean? Not that I wouldn't before, but just like, honestly, if you check it in, you check it in. So I wrote back, like, I've been checking in with myself and checking in with myself has been more of a practice lately. I've been noticing that my current version of Kiana doesn't prioritize everything the same as the last version of Kiana did. And it's been extremely insightful and clarifying regarding some resistance I've had with certain things that used to matter. And so like that whole checking in with self is so important. It is so healing. That is healing in and of itself is, is, creating this space in a safe space to check in with our honest feelings and giving ourselves permission to feel how we're feeling, to think how we're thinking. And it's not like a right or wrong or trying to appease anybody. It just is what it is, right? You know, and so I think checking in with ourselves should be a normal practice for all of us because it is helpful because our minds, can tell us one thing, but when we check in with ourselves, are <laughs> our checking in with ourselves will be like, "Uh, no, your mind was maybe playing tricks on you, and this is something that you may need to go on ahead and unpack."
2: You know what I love about that? I have this mental picture, uh, you know, me and my plants, right? So, uh-huh. <laughs> the the plants will start to grow towards the window. And so then they're tilted. They're tilted over. And so I turn the pot around. So then they're tilted away from the window. And then they'll slowly tilt back towards the window. They'll be standing straight up. And then they'll be tilting over. And then I'll turn them around. And I do this all the time so that the plant grows straight up and not Mm -hmm. completely bent over. And when we... Sometimes when we're out of alignment, it is not because we made a wrong choice three weeks ago. It's because someone turned the pot and now we're facing away from the sun and Mm. we got to grow in the opposite direction Mm. and getting in alignment is simply like, okay, where's the sun today? Where's, where's the calling today? Where it, where am I going? Where am I growing? Yes. And what feels good, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, I love that. Bridget. Where am I growing? Where am I growing? Oh, I love that. That hit me so good. Oh, that hit me right in the center of my heart. <laughs> that spoke to my spirit. That did. I love that. I'm a, I'm going to journal about where am I growing? You're absolutely right. It takes different shapes and forms, which is why it is important and helpful to constantly be in tune with ourselves and how we're feeling. And checking in, asking ourselves, like, how are you today? You know, like really, and being able to create a moment to be present. Yes.
2: I would love to hear from all of you listening right now. I would love to hear from you. Where are you growing?
1: Yes.
2: So let us know where you resonated with our conversation today. And tell us, where are you growing? You can head over to the website. Be part of the, the community there. Share your story. You can share with us on Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We appreciate your spending some time with us today in our conversation about alignment. This has been another episode of Tears, Tides, and Transformation, a podcast about healing. I am Kiana Daniels and I am Bridget Flaherty, and we. Appreciate you.
0: I see new life. I see new tides. Carry on through the years. Transform through the tears. The audacity of you going through. The of you oh, Trusting self yeah. all along oh, 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 I see oh, I, I, oh, 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 I see